Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash malicious compliance, the subreddit where people follow the rules with a vengeance. Today's post, want me to go on call even though it takes me hours to travel to and from work and I'm a casual employee? No problem! This happened about 12 months ago. I'm a nurse and work in a relatively specialized field. Due to previous financial difficulties, I had taken on a number of additional jobs in the previous few years and had settled on one that was particularly good for me. I was employed casually in a smaller six-bedded unit in a private hospital. Because of the nature of my specialty, this particular area required two nurses in attendance at all times. Two nurses to six patients is a dream ratio and virtually unheard of in private health. To combat this, most hospitals that have beds for this particular specialty area combine them with another ward so that they can staff us down and allow the regular nurses to cover us. However, for some reason, this hospital had located the beds completely separate to any other unit. This meant they had no choice to safely staff us but to roster two nurses on at all times, and our manager stood her ground and refused to budge on that requirement. Because I was casually employed, there was always the possibility that my hours could be cut or shifts canceled at any time. However, because they needed both nurses present at all times, they could not do that. Even if we had no patients in this particular specialty area, they had to keep two nurses available in case we needed to admit. If we had no patients at all, some nurses would go on call, but because I relied on public transport and bicycle commuting to get to work, my manager understood that I could not go on call because I could not return to the workplace in a reasonable time, and instead I would be sent to help out in other areas. Our manager had, in addition to her other duties, become the project lead on a large expansion within our facility and had performed very well in the role. So well, in fact, that when another facility under the same company was expanding, she was headhunted to lead their expansion project as well. She was compelled to a secondment that would require her to live out of state for several months and, as a result, we would be given a new acting manager. To our dismay, we discovered that the acting manager was from a ward where it was well known that the staff could not stand her. Sure enough, within days, she began doing things like canceling our staff and moving her surplus staff into our area when she was low on numbers and overstaffed, sending them to us even though they lacked the appropriate training and experience to work in our area. Anything to make her budget look better, which at the same time made our budget look worse. It all came to a head one morning when, after two hours of a 12-hour shift, we discharged our last patient. I was literally on the phone finalizing the patient discharge when our acting manager called the other nurse on the shift and instructed both of us to clock out immediately and go on call. Confused, I rang her back. Me. Hi AM, it's Schmickers. I just got a message saying that you want us to clock out and go home. You may not be aware, although our other previous manager was, but I take public transport to and from work. I can't be on call. AM. That doesn't matter. You have no patience. I can't pay for you to be on the ward doing nothing and no other areas require help today. 
I need you to clock out and go home. Me. Are you sure? We're halfway through checking the emergency trolley. There's a massive pile of follow-up calls to make, and we haven't even stripped the patient room yet. AM. That doesn't matter. Bring me your phone and keys and clock out. Me. What are you going to do if there is an admission? It will take me over an hour to get back. AM. Well, I'll sit there until you can get back. I was fuming. The other nurse began resealing the emergency trolley and I stopped her. We had been instructed to leave and leave we would. I marched the phone and keys to our acting manager and handed them over. As I did so, she said, you can't be paid to sit and make phone calls. That has to be done when you have patients. I replied, we are busy with the patients when we have patients. Besides, it's only just past 9 a.m. and most of the follow-up calls are to families with children who are busy doing school runs. I wouldn't answer a call from an unknown number before 9 a.m. I handed the keys over, clocked out, and began the journey home. I hadn't reached home before I got a message from my other workplace asking for a nurse for the night shift and offering an overtime payment. Now, I was booked for a day shift at my second job the next day, and I knew we had no theater cases booked, which meant the likelihood of that shift being canceled was also high. I couldn't afford to sit at home waiting for work if we didn't have patients, but just to be sure, I gave the union a quick call, and they managed to illuminate something wonderful. As a casual employee, I was not entitled to be on call at all. That meant not only could they not ask me to be on call, I was not entitled to the measly $26 allowance that permanent employees received. As soon as I clocked out, my shift had ended. Armed with that knowledge, I rang my acting manager and informed her that I had been offered paying work that night, and as a consequence would need to cancel my shift the following day. She was quite hostile, asking, Do you normally cancel work here to work elsewhere? I replied, I don't normally have my shifts canceled at all, but I am not a charity and cannot sit at home unpaid when I could be paid to work elsewhere. I have a family to support. After this call, I sent a quick email to my usual manager outlining the acting manager's request and why I had left the ward disorganized, the emergency trolley unsealed, and a stack of work not done, and went to bed to have a nap. I was awoken at approximately 16.15 in the afternoon by my wife, looking confused. My acting manager had rung and left a message with her that we were admitting a patient, and she required me back at work. I was bemused. The acting manager should not even have been there at that time of afternoon, and clearly lacked the stones to talk to me directly. No matter. I rang the hospital supervisor. Me. Hi, it's Schmickers. I just got a message via my wife that I'm a bit confused about. Apparently there is a patient and you want me to come in to work for a shift? Supervisor. That's right, we're admitting to your area. We need you back in. Me. You know my shift was cancelled, right? Supervisor. AM told me you were on call? Me. Well, I can't be on call. I'm a casual employee. My shift was cancelled. Besides, by the time I've dressed, packed, got on my bicycle, ridden half an hour to my nearest train station, caught the train, 
changed to a tram, then walked the rest of the way, then showered and changed. It'll be quick check of the time. 1830. My shift was meant to end at 1930. I don't think I'm going to be much help to you. I heard the sound of the phone being covered and a muffled voice before shouting and ranting began in the background. It was my acting manager still clearly there and clutching her pearls about how unreasonable it was that it would take two hours for me to return to work. As the ranting continued, I spoke on the phone again. Supervisor, it's Schmickers. I know you have AM shouting at you in the background, but right now I'm the person you need to be listening to because I called you. AM is well aware of how long it takes me to return to work because I told her this morning. She knew when she asked me to clock out that I would not be returning to work. I'm sorry she gave you the impression that I could be on call, but I cannot. Now, as I am not able to assist you any further and I am not on the clock, I will be ending this conversation. And I put the phone down. I got a couple of confused texts about why I wasn't working the next day and what the F had happened on the ward from the night staff when they arrived and began resealing the emergency trolley and arranging for after-hours bed cleans. I had a week off after that. Unfortunately, this particular manager appears to be Teflon-coated, but I've never had a shift canceled since. So that's it for the post, guys. I gotta say, I found this one thrilling. I actually felt my heart rate start to spike a little bit at the idea of uh, sort of just going off on this diatribe and hanging up on your boss's boss. You really gotta know that you've uh, got all your ducks in a row, and clearly this person did. Clearly they set the stage, told them that they couldn't be on call, and then told their boss's boss that they said that they couldn't be on call and just ended the conversation because they weren't on the clock super ballsy move uh love living through it vicariously uh hope you guys enjoyed this post i certainly did as always if you like the post leave a like or a comment down below it always helps us out a lot and if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash malicious compliance and other subreddits in the future please subscribe thank you so much for watching and for listening <laughs>